Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved. Cast out demons and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of men's souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride. Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, I can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. today. Today is Thursday, July 13th, 2023. Brother David, welcome back. You want to open us in prayer? Yes, I do. Yes, yes. Father God, we thank you and praise you, Lord, for your glory, Lord, and your wonderful powers, Lord, and Lord, your blessing upon each one of us, Lord, who loves you, Lord. And I pray, Father God, Lord, today, Lord, uh, Lord, I have something special for somebody today. They'll be listening, Lord, and wanting to hear from you, Lord. So I pray, Father God, Lord, that through the message, Lord, that I do pray, Father God, to just touch somebody this day, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Brother David, welcome back, and the microphone <coughs> is yours. Thank you. Right, well, I'm going to read uh, a, a scripture to begin with, and it's... Um, Chapter, Revelation chapter 9 verses 1 to 12 And the fifth angel sounded and I saw a star fall from heaven unto the earth and to him was given the key to the bottomless pit and he opened the bottomless pit and there rose a smoke out of the pit out of the smoke of a great furnace and the sun and the air were darkened by the reason of the smoke of the pit And there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth, and upon them was given power, as the scorpions of the earth have power. And he commanded them that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, nor any green thing, nor any tree, but only those men which have not the seal of God in their foreheads. And to them it was given that they should not kill them, but that they should be tormented five months. And their torment was at the torment of a scorpion when he striketh a man. 
And in those days shall men seek death, and shall not find it, and shall desire to die, and death shall flee from them. And the shapes of the locusts were like the horses prepared for battle, unto the heads were, as it were, crowns like gold, and their faces were like the faces of men, and they had hair as the hair of women, and their teeth were as the teeth of lions. And they had breastplates, as it were, breastplates of iron. And the sound of their wings was as the sound of the chariots of many horses running into battle. And they had tails like the scorpions, and there were stings in their tails. And their power was to hurt men five months. And they had a king over them, which is the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in Hebrew tongue is Abaddon, but in the Greek tongue as his name as Apollyon. One woe is past, and behold, there comes two more woes hereafter. Well, I was reading this the other day, and I thought, this is very interesting, because we know that uh, the, the leader over this is the devil, Apollyon, and also uh, Abaddon. So we know it is the devil. But I thought what was very interesting, I'm just touch on one verse in this scripture. And it's in verse 4. And it said, And it was commanded them that they should not hurt one the grass of the earth, nor any green thing, or three any tree, and four, but only those men which had not the seal of God in their foreheads. Well, this is most unusual for the devil because it's very out of character of the devil because he really wants to, we always thought he wants to destroy the Christians. But no, it said power was given to him to to uh, not, to torment people these all these months. But you could you cannot touch the grass of the earth which what we need for food, and any green thing, any herbs which cattle need and things like that, not any tree which we need, but only the men who have not of the seal of God on their foreheads. Now, that's most uncharacteristic of the devil. So why is it to, to do... Um, put all the torment on the unbelievers. Now we see in the first verse, he said an, a star, an angel sound, fifth angel sounded, and a star fell from heaven to give him the keys to the bottomless pit, to give him authority. Now this authority is coming from God. And it's God's who's given him the authority to do this. And devastating all the people that are unbelievers. Well, it just shows me that God is in full control of everything that happens now and forever. No wonder when Jesus said it is finished, he meant it. It is finished. And the, the, we, we blame the devil, but the devil can only do what God wants him to do what God allows him to do. 
Now, I'll read another scripture to, I'm seeing more scriptures now to emphasize on this. And it's in Romans, Romans chapter 1. And I'll read from verse 18. The wrath of God is revealed upon heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men. who hold the truth in unrighteousness, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. For God has shown it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things which are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because that, when... When they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and foolishness hearts were darkened. Professing to be themselves to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of, of the uncorruptible God into an image made by corruptible man, and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Wherefore God gave them up to uncleanness through the lusts of their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies being themselves, who exchanged the truth of God into a lie, and worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause God gave them up to vile affections, and even their women did change the natural use into which is against nature. And likewise also men, leaving the natural use of a woman, burned in their lust one towards another. Men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of the error which was meet. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over, to a reprobate mind, to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication and wickedness and covetousness and maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignancy, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despisers of, despite, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God that which who commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. So we say, see here that it is God that sends the people over. Why? Because they're they're bent on sinning. They're bent on doing the things which God has told them not to do. And you know, there's many people who say say to me they they don't want to accept God because they said that the, the devil, they think the devil is more stronger than God. And they blame God for when somebody's sick or somebody's died or something like that. Well, God does not want anybody to be sick. 
God does not want anybody to die early, but the fact of it is, and this is the message we're going to reinforce today, that if you don't follow God and want to serve him, you come under the judgment. And that God uses the devil for his purposes. The devil can't do anything unless God gives him authority to do it. Now, I was listening to the uh, television the other, yesterday morning, early morning, and on the news, it was saying there was a, an MP from uh, Finland who's facing two years in jail because she tweeted a scripture. She obviously was on Twitter, and she put a, a scripture on Twitter and uh, they say that the Bible is worse than Mein Kampf and worse than any evil book. And they're saying that this woman now faces two years, even though she's a member of parliament, two years in jail for using the scripture. This is where we've got to. But whatever they want to do, God is still in charge. And uh, I'll read another scripture to you. It's in Thessalonians. It's in 2 Thessalonians. And uh, I just find this scripture, 2 Thessalonians. 2 Thessalonians, uh, chapter 2. Um, just a moment. I've just got to stop. There's a noise. Just, just bear for me a minute. And welcome aboard, everybody. We're live with Pastor David Measures, coming to you from Leicestershire. Sorry about that. There was a noise outside. That's okay. He's making a noise. 2 Thessalonians, chapter 2, verses 9 to 12. And it says, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders and with all deceitfulness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause God shall send them a strong delusion that they should believe the lie that they all might be damned who believeth not the truth, but have pleasure in unrighteousness. You see, God does not take it lightly when people don't want to follow him. God does not take it lightly when, when people refuse uh, his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. He does not take it lightly when you say you're not interested in, in the Bible and you're not interested in him, the creator. He does not take it lightly, and we see in all these that God sends something to people. Sometimes they think it's the devil, they sometimes they blame God. Well, it probably it is right. Now, what can you say to the people? Well, the best thing for you to do is to follow God. Change. Follow God, and you'll see your life change. But here again, we see God sends a powerful delusion. They already get deceived. They start to believe the deception, and now God sends a powerful delusion that they believe the lie. They believe the truth. They believe, sorry, the lie. They believe that deception is real. 
Now, it also, again, uh, it shows us here in, in Matthew. It reinforces again in Matthew chapter 18. I didn't realize there were so many of these scriptures like this when I come to read it. Matthew 18 verses 21 to 35 is talking about the it's talking about the uh, uh, the person who couldn't forgive. Let me read from verse 21. Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how oft shall I forgive my brother's sin against me, and I forgive him? Till seven times. Jesus said unto him, I say unto thee, unto seven times, but until seven times seventy. Therefore is the kingdom of God of heaven likened unto a certain king, which would take account of his servants. When he had begun to reckon, one had brought unto him, which owed him ten thousand talents. For as much as he had not to pay, his lord commanded him to be sold, and his wife and children, and all that he had, and payment to be made. The servant therefore fell down and worshipped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me, and I'll pay thee all. Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion, and loosed him and forgave him all the debt. But the same servant went out and found one of his fellow servants, which owed him a hundred pence, and laid hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me what you owe. But his fellow servants fell down and said, besought him, saying, Have patience with me, and I'll pay thee all. But he would not. And he went and cast him into prison till he should pay the debt. So when his fellow servants saw what he had done, they were very sorry, and came and told unto the Lord all what was done. Then his Lord, after he had called him, said unto him, O thou wicked servant, I forgave thee all that debt because thou desirest me? Shouldn't thou have forgiven and had compassion on the fellow servant, even as I have pity on thee? And his Lord was wroth, and delivered him to the tormentors, till he should pay all that was due to him. So likewise shall my heavenly Father do to you, if you do, do not from your hearts forgive every one of your brother their trespasses. So you see, the Lord hands over you to the tormentors. They're the demons. God will hand you over. It's not a devil. God owes if you've got if you do not forgive, or you want forgiveness, and you're not willing to forgive, then God will hand you over to the devil. It's as simple as that. We are meant to forgive. We're supposed to forgive, and and it's not an option to forgive. As Christians, it's it's the way of life. It shows that God is all powerful, and He is in charge. Now, if we go back again now to Revelation chapter 9, where we started off, and we read on a bit further, and it's now we're in verse 13 now, And the sixth angel sounded, and heard the voice of the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God, saying to the sixth angel, which had the trumpet, Loose the four angels which are bound in the great river Euphrates. For the four angels were loosed which were prepared for an hour, and a day and a month and a year to slay the third part of men. 
and the number of the army of the horsemen were 200,000 and I heard the number of them thus I saw the horses in the vision and them that sat on them having breastplates of fire and of jacinth and brimstone and the heads of the horses were at the heads of lions and out of their mouths issued fire and smoke and brimstone by these three was the third part of men killed and by fire and by the smoke and by the brimstone which issued out of the mouths for their power is in their mouth and in their tails and their tails were like serpents and had heads and with them they do hurt and the rest of the men which were not killed by these plagues yet repenting not of the works of their hands that they should not worship the devils and idols of gold and silver and brass and stone and of wood but neither can see nor hear nor walk neither repented they of their murders, nor their sources, nor their fornications, nor their thefts. After God did all that to those people, they still would not repent. Now, the, God puts things on people, or he, he uses the devil, he allows the devil, he gives the devil, which we see in all this, he gives him authority. Without God, the devil has no authority. But, in all these scriptures, and we're going to read some, uh, one more in a few moments, with all these scriptures, we see that it's got authority, but only given by God to do to the people. And notice it is not on the believers. We, we would think it would be on the believers. God does not allow him to touch the believers. Doesn't it say, in the scriptures, I'm not going to with me, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that rises up, you shall condemn. But it does it to the believers. God is trying to get people's attention throughout the world today. But they're so full of sin and so wanting full of sin, no matter what happens to them, they still want to carry on sinning and not accepting Jesus. And God sent his only begotten son. And now everybody is suffering, they're paying the price, the sickness and everything. They're paying the price. Why? Because they do not accept Jesus as Lord. We know for the church, there is a protection in the church. Because we see it in this last scripture I'm going to read now. It's in the Exodus chapter 15. And this will put it all together and you'll see really what I'm saying. In fact, it all mentioned it quite simple really. And um, Exodus, 5, Exodus 15 verse 26. There we go. And he said, If thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do what is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes, I will put none of the diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. Notice this, he said, one, if you diligently heed to the voice of the Lord your God. 
Well, I hope people are doing that today. And then it says, and do what is right in his sight. You know what is right? Do it. Do what is right in his sight and give ear to his commandments. Obey what he says. And keep all his statutes, all his ways. I will put none of the diseases upon you which I have brought or I have put upon the Egyptians. For I am the Lord that healeth thee. So we see in all these scriptures, God is allowing the devil to do it. I've never quite seen it just like this. That, that whatever's happening in all these scriptures, God is giving it. The, the devil is finished at Calvary, as you know, he's been finished. Jesus said it is finished. The only authority he's got is what God allows him to have. And yet, he shall, notice it said in the first one, you can't touch any tree, you can't touch any any grass of the field, you can't touch any herb, and you can't touch anybody with the mark of God on their head. So all what's happening to the people in the world, the poverty, the poverty, the sickness, and the torment, and everything that's happening to people of the world, it is because you do not want to follow God's ways. If you follow God's ways, he'll make sure he'll bring you through it. Now, you might be a person and say, well, uh, I'm following God's ways, but and I've still got problems. Well, maybe not. Maybe you're not following God's ways. Maybe there's something you're not quite, quite obeying. Maybe there's something you're not really following that God says. All his statutes, all his commandments, all his ways. Now, if you are, then we just need to set you free from a demon. And that's no problem at all, because we've got all authority over demons. So that is no problem. But in all these scriptures we see, in, in, in that revelation and in Romans, that God sends that um, delusion for the people. And also in uh, sense for all the people to committing sexual morality and pornography and and all the things that it said um, sodomy and transgender and all these sorts of things God sends them the problems. Why? Because he's trying to draw people back to himself. But people are hell bent in following things that are not from God. Also in Thessalonians. Lying wonders, because they prefer lying wonders, then God allows them a delusion, and, we, and, no, and not forgiving with all of their hearts, God answers to the tormentors. And again in Revelation, all those things that happened, and yet the people still would not repent. And Exodus tells us that God will not allow you the diseases upon you, which is brought upon the unbelievers. So for the church of Jesus Christ, we are called to follow all his ways and obey his commandments, and God will protect you and he'll keep you healthy and he'll keep you strong 
and he'll keep you wealthy, healthy, and wise and good, and everything good, and God will bless you and your children. There's a protection for believers, but there is no protection for unbelievers. So while I was thinking about this, it's amazing how many people say, would you pray for somebody, either in the church, or pray for people uh, to be healed, or to be set free from some problems they're going through. Um, you know, and often, kindness, we might say, we Christians do it, but should we not be saying, accept Jesus and all things will start to get good for you? We never really focus on that. We try to be a goody-goody and pray for them rather than say, if you accept Jesus, things will start to get right for you. And they will do because God promises that none of these things shall come upon the believers. And God allows it to the unbelievers. Why? Because he's trying to get people saved and to accept him. So that's really what I want to say. I realize now how powerful God is, and now there's nothing impossible for him, and now he uses the devil whenever he wants to do, because God is all-powerful, always has been, and always will be. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Shannon. Praise the Lord. Great word today, my friend. What shall we call this for the archive? Mm, the all-powerful God. I love it. Folks, if you're just joining us, uh, we're glad to have you today. We've got David Measures with us. Brother David, tell us about your church there in Leicestershire. The church in Leicestershire, England, is called Yesterday, Today, and Forever. And uh, we have regular conferences, deliverance conferences. We had one last Saturday. It was very successful. And people got set free, and I did a lot of teaching there for people, and they come from all different, not that many people, but quite a few, but they came from all four corners of England, right, for some teaching on deliverance. And uh, so it is yesterday, today, and forever in the middle of England. It's about 100 miles from London and uh, about 30 miles from Birmingham. Right, right in the centre of England, called Yesterday, Today, and Forever Church, and uh, I've got a website of my own, which is dwmmi.org, which stands for David William Measures Ministries International dot org. On there, I've got my books for sale. I've got DVDs. I've got many good teachings. I've got um, teachings on deception and. Uh, teachings on uh, setting the captives free I've got a YouTube channel and uh, many many uh, miracles we show uh, on my travels where people have been healed I've got a PayPal account there where you can buy the books or anybody wants to send me a gift uh, and it's also linked to the card so anybody would like to do anything it's uh, listen or buy something or whatever we've got it all on the dwmmi.org website and the church is uh, it's a good church we believe the old scriptures we believe the bible 
Just like I was saying, if you carefully follow my ways and my commandments, yes, we carefully follow God's ways. We might not be the same as a lot of the churches, but there again, a lot of the churches might not be obeying God's word. But I know this, that we, we always are protected and we feel God's presence and protection around us all the time. So if you want to come and visit us sometime, please come. And on a Sunday morning, uh, we meet at uh, quarter past ten on a Sunday morning. So, yeah, thank you for listening. I hope you got something from this today. And I hope you come to realize that if we follow God and keep his commandments and do what he says and obey his statutes and everything he says, then we... The uh, things that comes upon the Egyptians or the unbelievers shall not come unto you. I don't believe a Christian personally should die of a sickness um, because Jesus paid the price for sickness. I, I can't see why Christians should die of a sickness. I think we may get a few sicknesses, but we get over it. And uh, I, th- I think there's only three ways that we're going to leave this earth. And the one is to be raptured. One is to be um, martyred for our faith. And the other one is to just fade away, you might say, as an old person like Elisha did. So thank you for listening. God bless you. And don't forget, Jesus loves you and so do I. Amen. Amen. We love you too, brother. Uh, Brother David, we're going to see you in a fortnight. Do you want to close us in prayer? Yes, I will do, yes. Father God, I thank you, Lord, for those who are listening. They've had a marathon, Lord. Sounds as though, Lord, they've been very busy, Lord. And I pray, Father God, this message today will complement what everybody else has brought. And I pray, Father God, Lord, that the old marathon uh, teaching, Lord, will be mightily blessed by you, Lord. And so, Father God, bless everyone who's listening. And, Lord, help them, Lord, to get back to, to where they should be with you. And if you're a person who's fallen away, you need to repent and get back to Jesus. If you never accepted Jesus, tell him you, you, you strain from him and ask him to forgive you of all your sin and invite Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Savior. And there's suddenly just a few words, but you, if you believe it with all your heart, then you shall be in the family of God and all these blessings shall come your way. So God bless you and thank you for listening. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother David. We'll see you next time. Great word. God bless you, Shannon. Yes, bye now, friend. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Folks, uh, we will continue. Here's a song for you.